Hey gang, Matt Dixon here. Just before we dive into today's show, I just want to give you a heads up, because we're obviously recording this about COVID-19, and it's in a situation that for all of us is progressing. It's progressing not just weekly or daily, but hourly. So please take that into context when you listen to the show. I also want to say that myself, Kelly, Purple Patch, we're here to support you. We want you to stay safe and also realize that now is the time to double down your fitness, your health, the great habits, but also empathy and kindness to each other. I can never do this full scenario justice, but I hope today my words, well, I just hope that they empower some of you to reduce a little fear, take some control, commit to a little structure, and be able to keep moving forward. We're all impacted, and so Kelly and I wanted to send our best wishes to absolutely everyone and implore all of us to think about others and do all we can to help. I hope you enjoy the show, or at least find it useful. I want to note that today's show is a little less structured than usual. I just speak, no real notes, from the heart, less structured. And so you might just hear me doing a few more pauses or oops or ahs. But the truth is, I just wanted to provide an honest and raw set of feelings around a very loose structure. So please forgive some of that stuff, eh? Word of the week? Well, it's just the title today. I just talk from the cuff. Meat and potatoes, eight bullets. The rest, just little me. And so enjoy the show and please, please take care. And welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. As ever, your host, Matt Dixon. And well, it's a different week. It's different times right now. We are in an emerging process. It is that thing, COVID-19. But this show this week is still about performance, performance through a different lens. How can you be best equipped to navigate this thing wherever you're at in the world? And it's ironic because of the last 100 plus episodes we've had at the Purple Patch podcast, I've delivered so much education around resilience, adaptability, the habits to bolster health, to create a platform of health, to help find performance, to stay connected, to navigate failure and adversity and so much more. You have all of the lessons over the last episodes, but I think it's important as the first step over the coming weeks as we navigate this thing collectively for me to frame some thoughts around COVID-19, about shifting your lens on performance and the value and importance of fitness and health in the overall program, both for your mental health and physical health, how we should stay connected and so much more. I also today am going to get into what we're going to do at Purple Patch to try and help facilitate that, not just for Purple Patch athletes, but for athletes globally. If you listen to the show, you enjoy the show, and then uh, I really encourage you actually to follow us along on the social media channels. Instagram is at Purple Patch Fitness, at the Purple Patch Fitness page or Facebook, as well as on Twitter, at Purple Patch, without the fitness, at Purple Patch. And the reason for that is almost daily we are going to be posting that up-to-date information and education, as well as some videos and tips and tricks and helpful content that will help you navigate this thing, both from a mental, mental side, from how to maintain workouts at home, whatever it might be. And we have um, a lot of plans to really help guide us together. I also want to tell you about a special event. We've got a, a special Meetings with Matt, which is a live webinar, a uh, live Zoom call that everyone 
not just purple patch athletes everyone is really invited to intend so it's this wednesday and it's at 4 p.m pacific and i know that that will miss quite a few people that are in europe and other places of the world but we're going to record this and we're going to post it and distribute it so it's 4 p.m pacific time so that's california time san francisco it's going to be a live format there's no need to rsvp if you'd like to get the link of how to register head to purplepatchfitness.com and we will uh, drop the link we're also going to post it on those social media channels so you can go there but you're invited to come live i'm going to frame some of what we talk about in today's show but give you some really up-to-date information and some thoughts and really try and help us get grounded in the chaos the importance of structure and so many elements i also encourage you to sign up to our newsletter and all of the activities and events that we're building you can just get head to info at purple patch fitness or register for the newsletter on the home page and that's going to help you drive towards getting the most up-to-date information from us to hopefully come together as a performance-driven population. And so I hope you enjoy the, today's show. I know that it's a little bit of a strange environment. I'm sure some of you guys listening feeling a little rudderless, maybe some fear and anxiety, but, but we will get through this together. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. I hope that you can attend live. You're going to get an opportunity to ask me questions live on that webinar. And, uh, and then we will post the recorded version of that very quickly within 12 hours after the event itself. But, and I do this without fanfare this week, let's get on with Word of the Week. We like the way he thinks, serious with a wink. Let's open the book, it's time to take a peek. It's the Dictionary Word of the Week. Yes, the Word of the Week this week is us, us, me, you, everyone, everyone, all of us, the world, connected. It seems so strange right here as I sit in San Francisco, but just a couple of weeks ago I was in Hawaii and we were starting a training camp for our amateurs. And I stood up, and it feels so strange to say this now, but I stood up in front of the group and I spent a lot of time talking about what it means to be in a group and many of these athletes trained by themselves in their daily life and suddenly now they're on a camp with 25 other athletes and I said it's no longer over this week over this camp about you it's about us and that means that we have to be really cognizant of others we have to be riding on the road and think about others. We need to look out for each other. We need to be timely. We need to have empathy. We need to care. We need support. Because everyone here on this camp is going to go through fatigue and struggles and suffering. But if we all support each other, we can all thrive and individually get the best out of this camp, but also as a group become empowered. That all seems so insignificant now. But as we face this challenge as a world... We have to realize that it isn't about me, it isn't about you, it's about the group. Because your actions, my actions and behavior, as we hear things like self-isolation and quarantine and social distancing, I think it's important for us to realize that that's not about avoiding getting sick. The truth is that me, 46-year-old, fit and healthy, COVID-19, I don't really need to be overly panicked about it as an individual. But my role as an individual is still critical. 
And so when we think about skipping the gym or doing workouts from home or isolating ourselves for exposure or symptoms, none of it is really about stopping you or me getting sick. It's about saving lives, the lives of the vulnerable, and minimizing the impact and longevity of this virus. And so it's a really bizarre thing in life. We can save lives if we work together, us, if we see the big picture and we try and minimize it. And we must do that now. We must think of others. And perhaps, just perhaps, these experiences that we are going through and will go through over the coming months can be a really small catalyst of some behavior shift following this virus. Although looking at the aisles at toilet roll, I think that seems pretty unlikely right now. But while this week, I do really want us to think about ourselves, think about not me and mine, but us. No borders, no politics, no fear. We look after us. And that's the word of the week this week, us. And with that, let's move on and let's tackle the subject. Not with a silly voice. Now it's time to move on. We're going to do the meat and potatoes. Yes, the meat and potatoes this week, guys. It's all about COVID-19. Of course, you couldn't imagine that it would be about anything else. But hopefully out of this, as I'm sort of free-flowing with only about seven or eight bullets in front of me, hopefully you'll feel a little empowered. You'll have a path and direction. You'll be able to control the controllable. But before we dive in, let me just do one little bit about the actual infection itself. So how bad is this? Well, COVID-19 is more dangerous than the common gold or the flu. But we don't actually know what the mortality rate is right now. And the reason for that is that there are probably vastly more cases than are actually diagnosed. And so you might read 3.5%, 5%, 2%, 1% of mortality. The truth is that we really don't know. But what we do know from the patterns so far is that the vulnerable, those that have pre-existing conditions or are elderly are much more vulnerable. And that's why we must have a really concerted joint effort to try and minimize that. Now, I'm not going to talk about COVID-19 and the specific actions that we should take as a society, but I will talk about performance today. And so with that in mind, and this virus that is playing havoc on all of our lives, Let's frame the times. What should you do as a performance-minded individual? Well, the first thing, I think, is make sure that you listen to the authorities and the right authorities, because it can get really, really scary if you just watch some of the media and particularly the social media out there. It's also equally scary if you listen to your crazy Uncle Johnny or your buddy that says, yeah, well, it was probably the Chinese releasing it as a weapon. It wasn't. Go to the smart resources. CDC, NIH, WHO. Not your social media or your crazy Uncle Johnny. And I'm afraid, as well, the leader of the free world. You're not going to get it there. Go to genuine healthcare experts. And I think this is really important because misinformation is rife right now. And I'm going to give you a real example. I was sent an email the other day with what looked like, on first approach, a really interesting thing. 
from Stanford, no less. It was from Stanford. This is COVID-19. This is how Taiwan was so successful in reducing the spread. Here's a wonderful take-home, easy-to-do test to see if your lungs were infected. And here are some great solutions to avoid becoming symptomatic and getting the infection. Of course, washing the hands and other stuff, but one of them was to stay really hydrated because it can wash the virus down out of the mouth into the stomach where the virus will die. And I read it and I thought, great, that's really interesting. It's useful. This is the type of cheat sheet that we want. And then I paused. And then I thought about it. And I read it again and I saw some typos. And then... I thought about viruses. They don't get washed into the stomach and died. So I went online. I did a search. Stanford article. Yes. What do they call it nowadays? Fake news or whatever, yeah? But be careful. It came through a well-meaning source with a great desire to provide information, and it was fake. And so the only places we look are the people that genuinely know. CDC, NIH, WHO, those are the types of places that are going to provide the best information possible. So what do I think you should do if you feel like you're experiencing symptoms? Sore throat, cough, runny nose, fever. What should you do? Well, I'm not a medical expert, so I can't tell you that. So what I did do is I went to medical experts and I pulled the thoughts and it all anchored around the same thing. And so thank you, Debbie. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you to the other medical experts that pitched in on this. Here were the simple bullets. If you're experiencing symptoms, cough, runny nose, fever, sore throat, call your doctor or advise a nurse. And at that point, what's probably going to happen is they're going to ask a series of screening questions and then get advice from there. And it might be that you're directed to go through to get tested or you might just stay home. And if that is you, and if you have one, wear a surgical mask. And the reason for that is that you are then protecting yourself from others getting infected. Because mostly that surgical mask is to help protect others from you. So if you're demonstrating symptoms, wear a mask and stay home. As the testing is so limited, particularly here in the US, an MD is probably, medical doctor is going to have to probably approve anyone that gets tested. And so that screening is the best first step. The second thing, avoid gathering people more than 20 people. If you can work from home, and of course many of us are in that situation now anyway. And then if you do get exposed to someone who's tested positive or has high symptoms, you've got to self-quarantine 14 days, even if you are symptom-free. Don't go back until you're symptom-free for 24 to 48 hours after that 14 days. And a couple of other things, of course, wash your hands, sneeze or cough, make sure you do it into a tissue or straight into the elbow and brush your teeth really well. I think that's a useful one, that one that I haven't read very much, but this is the number one thing that's been proven to prevent pneumonia. So keep those teeth clean. That's really good one for my British friends and I might say myself. And of course, if you get sick, it's the normal component. Look, there is other sicknesses out there with a little bit of a cold, etc. So follow the protocols around exercise that you normally would. And so with that in mind, let's go to my piece 
of this show. Let's talk about what this means. So we understand what COVID-19 is. We understand that it's a pandemic. And now you know exactly what to do if you display symptoms or are worried about having symptoms. We all, symptom-free or not, are navigating this thing. And headline news, as most of you guys know, this isn't about the coming week or 10 days. This is about the coming months. And so let's talk about the right mindset first. What's the right mindset as we go through this? And it's so interesting because we spend so much time on this show and everything that we do at Purple Patch anchoring mindset around performance. We talk so much about optimization, performance journey, adaptability, being change able, and never, never, ever, ever would I imagine that these principles would be applied to this situation. And yet here we are. And so let's first take a step back and think about all of the episodes that we've had at Purple Patch, more than 100 episodes. We've talked about training, what is good training, and the integration of training within the big bucket of life stress. Well, guess what? Life just got much more stressful. And so we're going to have to be careful and cognizant of life stresses, whether it's financial, whether it's family, whether it's stress and worry, we have to be really cognizant and double down on those principles. We talked a lot about methodology, the four pillars of performance, the importance of endurance and strength and nutrition and everything that falls below it and recovery. And our observation over the course of a broad range of athletes that when someone has an endurance program with integrated strength, really basic habits around nutrition and hydration and adequate recovery, including sleep, they accelerate every time. And it's habit driven and it's a recipe. And they all combine together to develop fitness and resilience and a promotion of performance. Don't you think that that applies right now? right now in this situation we're in. We've also had episodes where we've talked about characteristics of high achievement, being change able, a whole show on that, developing resilience and the best people showing a high degree of adaptability. I call out for you in the middle of an Ironman to problem solve and control the controllables. Don't you think that absolutely applies now? We also had whole episodes around adversity and failure and the opportunity that can come out of adversity and failure, the growth, the lessons. Don't you think that we have opportunity now despite struggling? Well, as we go on today, I'll show you how we do have opportunity. And finally, we talked about performance within context of your life. And I think that's really important, perhaps the most important one, because many of you guys were driving towards getting ready for Boston Marathon or Oceanside Half Ironman or Santa Rosa Half Ironman or Ironman St. George or whatever other race or part of life or goal that you had. But we must realise that success is about much, much more than PRs or finish lines or winning or qualification. It's about lifting life. It's about expanding life, your health, 
your work performance, becoming the very best version of yourself. And all of this shines now. It's tough. It isn't easy. It is chaotic. But all of these principles that we talked about, the training and the management of stress, the methodology and the four pillars, the characteristics that we see people shine, the overcoming of adversity and failure, the performance of why we do these sports is absolutely, absolutely what we need to anchor around right now. Because these principles and lessons and habits will benefit us. No, that's not even right as I say that. These principles and habits are requirements to enable you to navigate and shine through this adversity. All of these principles that we talked about to try and help you have more energy or become faster or achieve your goals, they absolutely come to the forefront now. Right now, they come to the forefront. The habits, we can't turn our back in despair. We have to double down on great eating, enough sleep, downtime, rejuvenation, connectivity with others, despite being in isolation, and we can do that. We need to adapt, we need to look for solutions, we need to problem solve, and ultimately, we need to optimise within a less than optimal situation. And we must still embrace the journey and control the, what we can control. And so, with that rather, I know, impassioned framing, let's peel this back a little bit. Because I know that many of you guys right now are, oh, well, blow it. What's the point? I was just getting ready for this race. Now, I just don't have the motivation. How can you have the motivation? You were driving towards a race. You had an ambition. It was a target. It was a mark in the calendar. And all you have is a whole bunch of unknowns. You have chaos. You have some isolation. You have uncertainty. And you probably have a little bit of fear. And so how can you be motivated to do a whole bunch of intervals? How can you be structured and progressive? Well, let's reframe this year of performance. In part two, let's absolutely reframe how you should go about this. Because you're probably listening with your major goal either being postponed or cancelled. Your target has been shifted. And I understand, completely understand, you've been frustrated, man, annoyed, disappointed and disheartened. And that is okay. You should be. You can be for 12 hours. That's what you get from listening from this podcast the next 12 hours. Continue to be frustrated, mad, annoyed, disappointed, and disheartened, and everything else that I said. But after 12 hours, adapt. Find a new target. Reframe. You owe it to yourself. You also owe it to others, by the way. You absolutely need to be the best version of yourself. And so, Adapt, grow. Remember what I talk about? Evolve or die. Well, guess what? Buck up and evolve or die right now. It is critically important. And you can hear the passion in my voice. But this is the time where mental and physical well-being is critical. And just turning your back on performance will not do you or your family and friends 
or anyone else any good whatsoever. Now with that in mind, let's go through the how-to a little bit. The first is don't train at full load. You have, and are operating in over the coming months, a time of higher stress. We're animals. We can feel that. You can feel the anxiety and worry beyond the logistics and maybe some of the challenges and of course the financial components that feed into all of our lives at the moment. We are taking on and absorbing more global stress. At the same time, we need to be mentally and physically well. And performance and training fits into that puzzle. But it isn't about driving to get more on your FTP and your higher power and faster pace. So don't train at full load. Do three quarters, maybe down to half of your training. But I cannot overstate the value of training in itself. The absolute value of it. Exercise is random, training is structured and progressive. And so train, it's critically important, but don't do it at full load. Give yourself a little bit of breathing room, keep the structure going, but make sure, and as you're here, you can be more patient now. Now there's another component to this. Because of the situations in many of the cities and the counties and the states around the world right now, chaos is reigning. And training can provide, be one of the things that provides structure. And as much as we can, I really think it's important that we create structure in this temporary but new little world that we're living in. And this extends to all things. If your kids are staying home from school, don't let it be random, create structure. They get up, they have breakfast, they have their bath, they start doing their little bit of home line study or whatever it might be, but try and create order and structure. If you're working from home, create order and structure. Have dinner at the same time as a family. Embrace family time. And ensure that you, you yourself, sticks to structure. Schedule training time. Do it at that time. Because I promise you, random whether it's random exercise, whether it's random kids running around the house because they're not at school, or whether it's random trying to be productive in the workspace while you're on your own, is only going to add to that stress. And it's going to create a lack of productivity. And so the anchor of that can be your exercise and training. For all of us, you can anchor it within the house. And I think it's really important. And so here's something that I talked about earlier that I think is important. So far we have the importance of physical and mental well-being. I talked about not training at full load. I also talked about creating structure within the chaos that we're navigating. But what about the opportunity in adversity? Because the irony is, and it is ironic, that in the performance journey, there is weirdly opportunity in all of this, particularly for you guys that are training athletes. You see, here's the truth about training. Most people, most athletes, can only really handle thinking about three to four months ahead. And that's why they love a race on the target. And of course, what that leads to is quite a bit of rushing and cramming and getting ready for an event, then a little bit of recovery, then move on. 
But real training and performance adaptation takes many months, nine months or more, often years. And so you always have, as an athlete, this weird paradox. The next thing in three to four months, I can really anchor on it and I can really focus on it. And it creates everything. And that's why you feel a little disheveled, because races have been cancelled in one or two or three months' time. Your target has been removed. But real performance evolution takes much more time than that. And that's the reason, the central reason, that coaches often feel rushed. And it's really hard, equally, for an athlete to really develop over a patient time frame. One of the biggest reasons that we have reoccurring injuries, an accumulation of fatigue, and underperformance relative to training, because it's all stemmed from chasing, cramming, rushing. And in fact, you have heard me in podcasts talk about the value, the most critical phase of an athlete's season being post-season, when training stress is low, because it is the phase of preparation, and how the most successful athletes are the ones that actually can stay engaged and really be patient over that time. Well, now we have this, just when particularly Northern Hemisphere athletes are transitioning into the height of race season. And we have this. And we can remove the rush. We can remove the cramming. We've literally been given, weirdly, the small little bit of gift within this terrible event, two, three, four, however many months of patient training progression. Now, we can't work on everything. Triathletes probably can't work on swimming over these months. But we can improve the things that we can control. And there are always solutions. If you're stuck at home, set yourself up right now. Do stuff at home. If the gym is closed, do body weight work. If the pool is closed, let's adapt an approach. And so over these months... Don't just keep driving forward. Let's adapt and evolve and have a month or two months or three months of really patient progression. Develop tissue resilience. Make sure that we're keeping mentally resilient. Ensure that we can progress technically in the elements that we can control. Refine your pedal stroke, whatever it is, but there is opportunity. And then when the world evolves back and we have a chance to go outside and congregate in groups and start training for our events that are in front of us, we can be fresh, we can be eager, but we can be more resilient. And so that's the key component of why training is so important. And the final thing I'll say tactically out of all of this is please remember why you do this sport. Where does this sport fit within the overall life puzzle? And as I talked about, it can't just be about PRs or medals or podiums or qualifications. Surely, 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 sport and performance adds to your life. It improves your health. And so as so much has been stripped away, and you cannot train for a race right now, you cannot drive towards new PRs, you can drive towards health and global performance and fitness and it can still align with making your life bigger. And you can still do this. 
And so it's a call to action. Don't turn your back on performance because I promise you it won't help. So you might say, okay, fair enough. I buy in. But what are you doing? What's Purple Patch doing? What are we doing for our athletes? Well, I thought this might help because we had to and have to and will evolve. Suddenly, the situation's changed. And look, we were three weeks away from opening up a facility. Yeah, we have to evolve. We have to change. We have to adapt. And we are. So here's a few things. Because the one thing we can do is continue to connect. And the one thing we do have is an amazing community of athletes globally who are all sharing in this same challenge. So the first thing we're doing is for our squad athletes and our individually coached athletes, we're completely evolving the programming. We're going to get custom programming that's suitable for today's situation, that aren't sent to go and just cram inside gyms or swimming pools, but instead is programming that can be really time efficient and could be done inside or outside if that opportunity remains an option. We're developing special strength sessions that people can do from home, trainer workouts where they can do them from home, treadmill if they're so lucky to have a treadmill at home. And then, of course, we want to tie athletes together as much as we possibly can, get everybody on the same routine. And many of our athletes, as I to mention, haven't got something to train for. So we're going to give them something to train for, special challenges for the whole team. And we'll equalize it and we'll make it fun. And we'll drive towards, yeah, we're still going to have Oceanside 70.3. And Chelsea Sodaro is going to lead us and Sam Madison is going to lead us. And we'll connect online and we'll do it from home as a workout and make it fun. And we'll give prizes to the people that do their best, not who is the best. A very different thing. We're also going to lean into staying connected. We're going to utilize Swift Rides. In fact, we are going to create and accelerate what we're using out of the center. We're going to create online video coach sessions from the center that you can register from home. Now, if you're not a Purple Patch athlete, we're going to try and open that up to everyone as a service as much as we can. Join us for group Swift Rides. Join us for video sessions where I'll coach you remotely. High quality, great music, good coaching, following Purple Patch workouts. If you're interested, we'll keep you informed. Just register for the newsletter at the website and we'll keep you involved. But with Purple Patch Athletes, we are going to do multiple sessions a week that we do online video coaching wherever you're at in the world. We're also developing special circuits for home. Now, we're going to share those with you guys, the podcast listeners. We're going to send it through social media. But we're going to be developing special circuits for our Purple Patch athletes based around mobility, strength, treadmill, bike rower, everything you can think of, even band-based stuff for dryland swimming. And most importantly, we're going to connect the human element. If we do get more and more isolated physically, we must stay engaged as a community. And so we're planning a whole host of both education, support and fun to keep our community engaged, to ensure that they can keep learning and make sure that they can ensure no maintain normality within what is look chaos. 
So that's what we're doing. That's what coaching companies should do. Connect their athletes and do all they can do in their power to ensure that the journey can continue. And so globally, this is a chance for you to put into real action all of the principles that you've heard on this show and within all of our education. And let me say that again, because that's really what this is about, what this episode is about, is we've spent so many hours talking about so many habits and characteristics and plans of action of how you can improve your performance, and suddenly, boom, this happens. But you have the information, you have the knowledge, it's time to put it into action, to have the confidence to do it. Because it's a need. It's a need for you individually to develop and maintain your physical and mental resilience. And beyond your performance journey, as I mentioned, it's also time for us, yes, there's that word of the week again, us, to be thoughtful and empathetic. Or, as Pat Romano said, when he associated one word with purple patch in last week's episode, it is time for you to be rational. Rational. That is surely the word for us to to hanker around. That is the word to keep at the front of our mind. Rational. Control the controllables and remain rational, my friends. Because we are going to get through this. And we must keep moving forward. And we should look after each other. And I'm going to be back every week. Heck, I'm going to be back every day if it helps. But until next time, thanks for listening. I hope that helps. Let's anchor down, get the structure, control the controllables. Take care. Guys, thanks so much for listening. That was the show this week. And as you could tell, it was a little bit from the hip. And it was also a little emotional. But this is the time. This is what we're in. And I'd love to have you guys join Purple Patch. And I mean this sincerely, not about, oh, can we grow our athlete audience? It is really about preventing isolation. It's about engaging. This is the time, ironically, to move forward, to anchor onto structure, but also to get help, to get support. And Kelly and I and the team want to support you. We want to help you on your journey. And so if you want support and you want help, you want to get involved with Purple Patch. Bizarrely, with all of the races being cancelled, this might be the time. But you can head to purplepatchfitness.com and you can reach out to us. We're happy to help. We'll buddy you up. We'll have a seasoned and experienced Purple Patch athlete that can help you get integrated into community, use all of the bells and whistles that are there, and ensure that they, well, I would say hold your hand, but we don't say that right now, do we? But can help you navigate on the path. Because we need human beings. We need contact. It's a big part of it. Till next time, thanks for listening. Take care.